Good Talk, the home where the talking is good. It's your boy, Cody, and the other guy, Robert, here once again with the tiny table in the big room for some good conversation. I feel like I got to stretch for this one. (laughs) You know what I mean? Because we're about to go in. Got to get in. Got to go in. Got to go in. Here at the time of recording this podcast, it was graduation week over here. Congratulations to all of you graduates. By the time this drops, it'll probably be... A couple weeks after. Yeah, I mean, it will be a couple weeks after. I don't know when this. I, mm. I forget. This is like three weeks out right now. Yeah. So who knows? Who At the time knows? of this, you probably graduated, or you didn't. I don't know. If you didn't graduate, oh, you, yeah, keep get you, going. You can keep do trying. it. Don't, don't give, give up. up. Yeah, that's exactly right. And now I know we sound satirical, or if I've even said that right. But honestly, if you didn't graduate, don't give up. Get your GED. Keep going. You My can thought do this. was more if they were just in eleventh grade versus twelfth oh. grade. <laughs> you went like they flunked out and this didn't graduate. Listen, <laughs> listen. Okay, so you went with like. Like utter <laughs> encouragement, disaster. Encouragement to all of you. Those all who around. are in 11th grade Stick and you're about to be in 12th grade. Those <laughs> who are in 12th there. grade and you're still in 12th grade. <laughs> you can do it. I'm not I'm not joking and I'm not making fun of you. You can do it. Listen, coming from the person who I, I heard a saying the other day and I love it. I may not be the sharpest crown in the box, but at least I'm in the box. Uh. <laughs> So I get it. I get it. I understand. It's good to be in the box. I'm I'm not the sharpest (laughs) crown, but I'm in the box. So I understand, you know, Uh. I did not do well in school, but this is so true. Just don't give up. Mm. Don't give up. Keep pursuing your dreams. Keep going. You got this. So now you're about to enter the real world. Mm. You're done with high school. Yeah. If you didn't graduate, you should be happy because you you can postpone Postpone what's actually coming out there. (laughs) It gets a little bit crazy out there, guys. I mean, I will say this. I do not miss high school an ounce of my being, you know. I, I don't. I don't want to go back. <laughs> What's that song by uh, Guns N' Roses? Welcome to the jungle. <laughs> Welcome to the jungle. Gets worse here every day. <laughs> that's that's what you're. That's what you're stepping into. So uh, that sounds so bad. That. It's like that life's awful, but life's great. Life's wonderful, but you know, it's, it's life about, is great. It's about to get real, real mm. fast. So um, some of the things that we're <laughs> dealing with in this environment today is. Mm. Roe v. Wade. Yay! <laughs> Yay! Let's talk about it. Listen. <clears throat> okay. Disclaimer. Disclaimer. When my wife and I first got it on our hearts to do this podcast all those years ago, and I'm going to remind Rachel about this because I feel like, you know, it's important. We, The Lord wanted us to talk about the intersection of Christianity and culture. Mm-hmm. He wanted us to talk about the Bible and culture. And something I have believed for many, many years, and and every Christian should believe this, that culture doesn't influence the church, Mm -hmm. but it's the church that should be influencing culture. That's good. Culture doesn't influence Jesus. Jesus influences culture. So in the church, we don't change what we believe based off of culture. What we believe is based off of God's word and God's word alone. And so we, even though some of these topics are hot button issues, I feel like this is this is a huge intersection of culture versus the word. Mm. And as a Christian, we have to decide, okay, what does God's word, like we do in all things, you know, even with like masking and stuff like that when we were in COVID, you know, we had a lot of people that didn't want to wear their mask, but, you know, and it was about intrusion on, on or... Uh, Infringing? Yes, thank you. Infringing. On, onto personal rights and personal <clears throat> choice and stuff like that. But I always went to the Word of God and it was like, you know, do unto others as you would like them to do unto you. Sure. I remember the Apostle Paul becoming all things to all people that I might reach some. If I do, you know, if, if I eat meat and it causes my brother to take offense and stumble, then why would I eat meat? And I looked at those scriptures and I was like, I could wear a mask so that way, right. you know, hopefully it doesn't 
push someone away from Christianity, but right, the mask them is not close. causing you any physical harm. It's, it's not, not causing other people physical. Harm. There's no reason why on a on a that it's such, such, such a surface level thing at that yeah. point. Like it shouldn't be that deep. Like just put a mask on. It's not a big deal. Just do it. It's okay. Yeah, like, and I was less concerned. It doesn't. It didn't hurt my faith exactly. to wear a mask. Right. I still believe Jesus is the healer, and I still believe He is my protector. Sure. He is my shelter. You know, no plague shall come nigh thy dwelling. It didn't hurt my faith at all. If it did hurt somebody's faith, then you know they had to do what was best for them. But my point is, is when we look at some of these political issues, we've got to look at it through the filter of God's word. Mm. And, you know, we got attacked by a lot of people for wearing masks. And I got attacked by a lot of people for not really believing in masks. So I was like right in the middle. You know what I mean? I don't really. Got it from both sides. Yeah, I don't want (laughs) to do this, but I'm willing to do this because I love people and I Mm -hmm. care about people. Um, And I feel like abortion is another one of those hot button issues, man. Just like mask was for two years. I feel like abortion's another hot well, one. Hot, abortion's always been a hot one. You're right. I don't know it that this been. is a... I think it's just resurfacing because... I guess the reason that we bring this out today is because at the time of this podcast, a week or two ago, uh, I guess there was like a leak that mm-hmm. had surfaced on mm-hmm. the interwebs that had said that the Supreme Court, is that right? Yep. Has been set to overturn Roe v. Wade. Right. Now, from my understanding, is that isn't necessarily what was being said. They, I think, that was more of just like that information was put out there that it was possible. It was forthcoming. It was forthcoming, but nothing. It was a decision they were considering. Right, but there's never, at, at least at the time of this podcast, there was no official vote that had no, even right. happened. Yet. There's yeah. nothing that actually said this is happening. So, right. there's a lot of things going on right now. People are upset. People are, you know. Which that in itself brings me up to just, you know, the, I mean, that a a leak of a document from the Supreme Court is illegal. (laughs) And then, you know, but yet no one seems to care about that because it's being overshadowed by the issue of the day, which is, you know, if you don't know what Roe v. Wade is, uh, it has to do with abortion. Mm -hmm. And um, my biggest issue, well, not my biggest issue. One of my main issues concerning this entire topic is just there's so many lies Mm. about all of it. Yeah. (laughs) You know what I mean? And you just see, like you said earlier, you know, you see people from extremes on both sides. You know, you see someone say, well, if we don't have the Supreme Court do, then it's going to be abortion on demand and everyone's going to get one. And then you see the other side. And if they do do this, then no one's going to be able to get it. And it's all just extremism everywhere. And it's like, well, we need to step back and look at this and see what it really is. But with that being said, to me, it's very simple. It's very cut and dry. Jesus cares about life. Mm Mm-hmm. And the sanctity of life. Yeah. I mean, he died to give you a good life. He, he died to that give us taken life. away. <laughs> yes. And so, you know, it is my duty as a Christian to want to protect all life. Sure. And I believe that life begins in the womb. It does. And That's so... very clear. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I believe. And so I... I've, and the Bible even says God knows us in the womb. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. I mean, he... He says even before he knew you. Yeah. In the, like, he knew you before you were even put in, in the, the womb. womb. And so it's like mm-hmm. you... He planned for you to be in the womb, and so he very, very much cares about you. Now, oftentimes, you know, maybe you were not planned, yep. <laughs> you know, by right, your parents, sure. but at the same time, God knows how to work with you. Yes. You know, like, it might not have been the best situation to come about, but God still loves that life. Yeah. God still cares about that yeah, life. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I will say I'm very pro-life, but I want to say this. I think people need to be understanding of individuals who've had to make this decision Absolutely, yeah. and the difficulty that came with that choice. Mm-hmm. And I feel like as the church, we should go out of our way to reach people yeah. who have maybe gone through this. And I can't even imagine 
being a male and not ever having to carry a child or even have to consider the possibility of aborting a child, whether it was for health reasons or whether it was for other reasons, it is a personal choice. But I can't imagine what an individual goes through and maybe even some of the baggage that that carries with them. And I think one thing we need to get better at is not condemning people, but loving people. Right. We as <clears throat> believers, the one of the things that annoys me so much is if you ever like have seen movies and I believe that this, it does happen, but there's people outside these clinics with like signs like sure. you're going to go to hell because sure. of, you know what I mean? Like yeah. and they're being awful that doesn't help anybody. at all. And you know, and they're, they're just making these people feel even worse about the decision that they're possibly about to make. And, and we as believers, and I believe you've even said like, we should be out there like offering like, Hey, can we pray That's with right. you? Can we love on you? That's what right. can we do to help you through this? You know, whatever decision you decide to make at the end of the day, we want to be here for yeah. you and God still loves you and God still cares for you. We want to help hopefully lead you into the right decision, but right. we love you. And I think that that's something that's just disappeared from our society. It's like, if you make a decision I don't agree with, we are now mortal enemies. Right. <laughs> and it's like, that's just so, why yeah. do we have to be that harsh? Why do we have to draw these you know, lines in the sand. Somebody can make a decision that I radically disagree mm -hmm. with, but it's, it's, I have to still care for the individual right. and I have to be concerned about their well-being. And I should be willing, especially as a Christian, mm -hmm. to want to help them in that, mm -hmm. not to push them away from Christ, but bring them to Christ. You know, I, I mean, just because of what I've seen, and it may not be fully accurate, but I've seen some people who are on Twitter and on Instagram and they're at, you know, the Women's March and stuff. And it seems like they don't care at all you know, which I, I'm not going to cast judgment on them, but it's like, you know, I've had three abortions and they celebrate it. But then there's other people that this is very difficult for them. Yeah. I'd like to believe that the people that are very nonchalant about it, I I, ha I, would, I really want to believe that that's a, a very low number. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I would like to believe that's a very low percentage because it does seem like from everyone that I've heard, like it's a very hard decision. I, mean, I, can't, I can't even imagine. I don't even want to, to imagine. And, and has I, to be. And just because of, I know how much joy it brought my wife to, and I from we finally yep. got pregnant, you know, because yep. it took way too long, you know, yep. X number of years now. And so it just, it, it's such a, a weighty decision for those that obviously weren't anticipating having that. But like us, we were just so overjoyed and yep. we knew what was inside us. You yep. know what I mean? I say us because... I believe that we're in this, even though she's the one holding the carrying the child, yep. but it's just such a, a a big a big decision to make, and so I believe that that's not something that should be made easily, and I don't think that they or do alone. make it easily, and uh, yeah, and not be made alone. Yeah, and so we're not condemning anybody on this just because we're pro life, and just because we take a position that there is the sanctity of life and all life must be protected. That doesn't mean that we don't care about people. And that doesn't mean that I'm going to condemn and throw rocks or well, we stones. care about that life. You know yeah, I mean? we yeah. care. Well, I, I care about life across the board, honestly. And that, yeah. I think that that's something that as kind of what we're saying here is that Christians and believers and just people in general just need to be better at doing, honestly, like, it's not just a Christian issue at that, at that point, I think it's just a humanity, but then you can even carry that further. I know we're talking about Roe v. Wade, but even just as adults, you know what I mean? If you're a Christian, be nice to people. If you're not a Christian, be nice to people. Let's just all be more, you know, nice and kind to one another and, and how radically that would change society. You know, it's not just the obligation. It is the responsibility of Christians to love their neighbor because Absolutely. we have a commandment from God. But I think it's just humanity's responsibility to be cordial with one another, mm -hmm. to be nice to each other, to be kind with each other, to understand that, the, you know, the things that separate us are, are, are much, much less significant than the things that connect mm -hmm. us as far as us being human beings That's and true. being a, a, an individual and being a person. We, we have these real connections 
questions. And I think we should start focusing on that because we're not enemies, mm. you know? And that's what I was praying last night and I was considering this last night. You know, there's two families in the world today. You, the Bible says that, you know, people that don't know Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior, they belong to the family of, of the devil who's the father of lies. And he says, you are of your father, the father mm. of lies. And then there's the kingdom of heaven. Those who have received Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior, and they belong to the family of Christ. But, but I was thinking about this last, last night. No matter which family you belong to, we're all still his creation. Yeah, that's true. You know what I mean? Whether I'm in the family of Jesus or whether I'm still lost, waiting to be found, I'm still his creation. Mm-hmm. A Christian is God's creation just like a sinner is God's creation. And, and we need to start looking at it that we are all, right. we may not all be his children yeah, yeah. because we haven't accepted him as our father and we haven't been adopted into the mm-hmm. family of God. But even if we're not his children, we are his creation. Yeah. You know, he has shaped us. He has molded us. Yes, there was a relationship between a man and a woman that brought that, but God is the creator of all things. The word of God even says that all things were created for him and by him. Yeah. And so... Uh, when you're looking at somebody, look at them through this lens. That is God's creation. Right. And I think that that's something that I've just been very like more aware of myself is like, we need to get to a place where we're like trying to build bridges rather than burn them, Mm. you know, with everybody, you know what I mean? Like, (laughs) it's like what you said, like if we disagree, we draw this hard line in Mm. the sand and we shouldn't be like that. Like we can disagree, but we can figure out a way to move forward together. Mm -hmm. Cause I believe that if we can, work past these issues or even like work to solve these things together, that's when the love of God can be made known to these people to Mm -hmm. hopefully get them to a place to where they can be accepting of him and be accepted into his family. Right. You know, this, especially with the topic of abortion, you know, us hating on somebody for having an abortion or us hating on someone for even believing in abortion mm-hmm. is not going to help them right. find the love of God. Right. We have to figure out a way, and I don't know exactly what it looks like. In, every, in most situations, it's you know through compassion and love and care and walking with them and talking with them, and, and it's going to look different for every person, so I don't have like a one stamp fits all or whatever you have to say, but like we've got to work with these people and love on these people. Otherwise, they're not ever going to find the love of God. Yeah, and even in all of my wrong decisions, which I've made a lot of them, Jesus still loved me. Exactly. You know, I love that scripture in Romans that talks about we'll never escape his love. Mm, You know, you can't even go to hell to get rid of his love or to get away from his love. His love is everywhere, and we should be demonstrators of that love. And we don't need to add our condemnation to already their guilt. Mm-hmm. That's you're compounding problem on top of problem. And even though I very, I vehemently did I say that word right? Vehemently, vehemently <laughs> oppose vehemently. abortion. Yeah, uh, I still love the individual. Mm-hmm. And I believe as 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 adults, one of our biggest priorities is to protect the youngest among us. Children have no protection agency. You yeah. know what I mean? They they need somebody to watch out for them. They they don't have a voice. They don't they can't make their case. They 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 need somebody to fight for them. And so I will fight for them and say, you know, we need to protect the unborn and we need to protect small children because mm-hmm. they're the most vulnerable among us, you know? And I think that we have a responsibility to do that. But we don't protect them by condemning others. Mm-hmm. We protect them by loving others. Yeah by bringing others to Jesus and showing them that he is the truth, the life, and the way, Mm -hmm. and that all life is found in him. And when you do that, I think now people look at life through a different lens Mm -hmm. because they're looking at it through the love of God. And when we look, and this is going to help somebody, life is valuable and your life is valuable. And the devil will always lie to us because he wants to snuff out our life. This is why we see such a rise 
with suicide, especially young people. The devil is taking as many lives as he can. And the biggest lie he tells people to get them to take their life is that your life is not valuable. Mm. And when somebody believes their life is no longer valuable, then they don't protect it. They don't cherish it. They don't, you know, uh, take responsibility. And so we, you just can't believe that lie. Mm-hmm. You are loved because God loves you. You are precious because God made you. You are his masterpiece. You need no matter what you're going through, no matter if you're wealthy or poor, no matter if you're young or old, no yeah. matter if you're male or female, you are valuable. Mm. And we have to believe that. Yeah. And and as Christians, we should be projecting that to everybody, mm. even those we disagree with. You are valuable. Yeah, and I'm yeah. not going to let your decision, good or bad, doesn't devalue you as a human being. It's just a bad decision. Right. And yeah, let's yeah. let's move past that and let's start to experience the value mm. of life that Jesus died to give us. Yeah, yeah. And we we as Christians have an obligation to show people that that life is good. Yeah. And life should be protected, even in the womb. Mm. That's my standpoint. That's my, st- <laughs> so, <laughs> that's my standpoint. That's my standpoint. <laughs> I mean, I agree. I think that uh, I don't know why I was thinking about. It. I might have even already said this on the podcast before, but it's like a quarter still has the value of twenty five cents, no matter what you do to it. You know what I mean? Like mm. you can throw it on the ground, you can put crap all over it, you can do whatever to it, but it's still twenty five cents. Yeah, it's still a quarter. But we have to put it to good use. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like if I'm just like letting it be on the calendar or the counter, I'm not using it to, it, to I guess what it's valued purpose is for it still has that value but i'm not using it for what it's meant to be used for and so like even with people we have to show them that they're valuable and how they can be used and how god wants to use them and these lives young and old all have a very specific purpose for them and god has value of their life and god wants to be with them and walk with them and especially the unborn they've never even got to experience God yet. So we want them to come into this world so they can see and love God too. Yeah, and your value is found in your purpose and your purpose comes from God. Mm. So the only way to really be able to value your life is to find your purpose. And the only way you find your purpose is to have this relationship with the one who gave it to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And people, I, as an individual can say, I, I began to value my life a whole lot more when I engaged in this relationship with the one who created this life. Yeah, yeah. Because then I began to understand, wow, I am a masterpiece. I am brilliantly unique. Yeah. Nobody else can be Robert. And that alone gave me value that, yeah, wow, yeah. I can't. And I know this, I don't want to sound prideful or narcissistic, but I, I can't take my own life because then I'm still in something unique that God created mm. to be a part of this world and a part of this society. And I do believe this. You have a purpose. Yeah. And it was given to you by your creator. And the best thing any of us can do is find that purpose by losing ourselves in him. Mm. And that instantly gives us value. And now this is cool. Then it brings value to everyone else too. Oh, that is good. Because now I'm doing what God's called me to do. And it's made my life better. And it's making the lives of those around me better. Life is so valuable. And it's and, and even finding my value and my purpose in him, it's not just about Robert. Mm. Maybe it started that way. Yeah, yeah. But once I began to discover who I was in him and he began to heal me and he began to minister to me and he began to cover me with his love, now I began to realize, oh, I've got something else to give to everyone else yeah, yeah, too. Yeah. That's really good. Mm-hmm. I guess like I'm, I'm even, I, I know I think about it and I know that I know that, but it's like <laughs> when you have found your purpose, you're walking in your purpose. Right. And so you're actually doing <laughs> yeah. the good work that God called you to. That's amazing. Yes. Like it's actually 
It's like the life is in you and it's coming out of you. That's right. That's so good. Yeah. We're wells of living water yeah. and we should be spilling out onto everybody else. And that's why, you know, just trying to, and, 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 and even just, I've had this thought so many times, like even just like, you know, I was at five guys over the weekend and just smiling and being so nice to the people behind the counter. Cause I just want them to yeah. experience life. And I know it might sound weird, but just understanding, and it's not being full of myself, but just understanding, okay, my communication with them and my smiling to them can change their day. Yeah, and I think that's something that... I can help them. Yeah, like we should take advantage of every opportunity, even if it's just a simple conversation. Like why why be like scornful to somebody you don't even know? Or right. why be even apathetic to someone you don't even know? Like you have an opportunity to spread a little joy today. Yeah. You know what I mean? Even yes. if it's just a simple hello or a simple like thank you or whatever, right. like just be lively <laughs> and christians should do that more than anybody else Absolutely. but just imagine if everyone started doing that just understanding you're here like even if you're at school today and you're a student your purpose can affect someone's mm. life in a positive way this isn't just about us but yeah. how can you influence life around you mm. how can you lift up someone's day and and when you look at it through this context you now begin to understand how important that life is in the mm. womb yeah. Because that life in the womb is supposed to influence all these it's other lives. It's not even lives. just about them. Right. They, they could, that life in the womb could save someone's life. That life in the womb could, could, so could minister and be the person in a classroom that could, could talk to a student who's contemplating suicide and taking wow. their own life. And when we snuff out that life, we've now stolen that miracle from the rest of the world. Wow. And so it's important that we protect that because they've got something to do That's really good. in this world. And so now those of us that have been born and we're in this world, we need to start fulfilling that. Mm. And you can do that with a smile. Yeah. With a, I saw a guy again at Five Guys. You go to Five Guys Good things a lot. happen at Five Guys, man. <laughs> no, it was the same, same scenario, same weekend. We were with the family just having a day vacation. We went up to Chattanooga. We're just hanging out. And I saw this guy in Five Guys, and I thought I recognized him. I, I don't know if you remember uh, Malik, who used to come yeah. to youth ministry. And he used Malik, to, we used to play. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, there was a different Malik. Oh, the okay, one that, wow. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. And he looked exactly <laughs> like it. Yeah, but we used to play basketball, and he looked like him. And I saw myself, I, ca I caught myself staring at him. And it was really awkward because I'm like, I'm staring at him, and he's probably wondering why is this guy staring <laughs> at me you know what I mean why are you, like why are you checking me out like this oh, man? why gosh. are you scoping me up or uh, sizing me up and so I just walked over to him and I was like man I, I know you saw me staring at you but I, let me tell you why is your name Malik and he was like no my name's Wilson <laughs> so I could not be more wrong and uh, I was like man I know somebody who looks exactly like you his name is Malik and uh, I was like so that's why I was staring at you I wasn't trying to be rude or anything and I just asked him you know how his day and we had a great conversation nice. and, and afterwards <laughs> <laughs> he was lifted up and he was smiling and I was lifted up and I was smiling. But it's just amazing how powerful these engagements are mm. as human beings and how we can just <laughs> affect someone's life in a positive way. Mm. And, um, and every single one of us can do that. Every mm. single, uh, this is my challenge to you. Influence someone's life today in a positive way. Ooh, yeah. You know, there's so, like, this whole thing with Roe v. Wade, like, I've had to detach myself from it because it's just so discouraging. Because I see, I try to be, I try to do my own research. Mm -hmm. I try, you know, and there's lies coming from everywhere. You know, what the world calls misinformation or disinformation, right. you know, uh, fake news, whatever you want to call right. it. There's so many lies. And it's on both sides. It's on both sides. Everybody be lying, <laughs> you know. <laughs> and, um, and they have to lie because they want to influence you you know, and get y'all worked up and, right. get, and, and I like to just step back. So I've disconnected from this and it's amazing how much happy we, happier I am when I disconnect from all the many voices. Right. 
and I just hear his voice. That's good. Because <laughs> I, I, like, I logged out of my Twitter, and I knew the reason why I logged out. You logged out back of, in for, for Elon. No, no, yeah, I did. I logged, <laughs> no, 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 but after, because <laughs> I had to keep, because that was amazing. Uh, but I logged back out the other day. Uh, actually, I didn't log back in. When he, okay, when Elon when Elon took over, I I was still logged in. I hadn't posted anything gotcha. since like 2016. But <laughs> I, my you account, just got on when I Elon. got on. And so the other day, I was just finding myself getting irritated and agitated. And so I was like, "What can I do to get rid of it?" So I logged out because I knew I have no idea what email it's linked to. I have no idea what my password is. And so now, basically, I should have just deactivated. My I tried account. to log in the other day because I was curious. Because the other day, I was like, "I don't even have Twitter anymore." And I tried to log in, like I can't remember my password and then when i went to reset my password it's an email that i don't even use anymore so i don't know the the, the password to that email so i'm just like well i guess i'm not getting on twitter supposed to be in my life (laughs) because i can't get on and i don't want to make another account because that's just weird like i don't know and that's not a bad thing dude (laughs) probably not i've been so much happier after i got off of it it's just but it's just you know you have all these voices yeah and everybody wants you to believe their side of the argument and everybody's got facts and data to back up their side mm-hmm. of the argument. And, and some of the facts and data has been skewed to enforce yeah. their argument. You know what the best thing you can do for yourself? Turn all that off yeah. and just fellowship with God. Yeah. Just read your Bible, pray, fellowship with people that want to yeah. have fun and just hang out. And let me just talk to the younger people too. And that's not saying that we don't people. care about those issues yeah. because we do care about those yeah. issues. And 100%. I believe that when we mute those other outside voices that is more than likely almost always just noise to get you to distract from the heart is. of the issue. Lots of times I believe that when we mute those, we're better able to hear and discern the voice of the Holy Spirit. Yep. And he helps us to navigate these issues with care, compassion, Amen. and the truth. Amen. And that's why, because I want to make that clear, and I believe that Robert didn't necessarily not say no. that, but we care so much, Absolutely. and that's why. But there is also something to be said about self-care. Mm-hmm. You know, if this stuff is being toxic in my own life and right. poison in my own well, yeah. I have to make a decision, even though I do care about the yeah. issues and I do care about the subject matter, I've got to, because right. if I let this into my, then I start taking it out on my family. I start taking it out on other people. In the people, preaching. <laughs> in the preaching and start attacking people. So there is an element of self-care. And sometimes we right. just have to turn off the garbage because it's toxic, making our own well toxic. Yes. Yeah. You y- know, if, if, if all that stuff is making Robert a pouty fish. <laughs> I was a big old pouty fish. Let <laughs> he was me being a little something. pouty fish out there. Yeah. It, him disconnecting and getting away with God and getting with his friends and, and mm-hmm. the word and all that, that helps him turn that frown upside down <laughs> and be it's less so of true. a pouty fish. It's so true. And then we're talking about it lightheartedly, but it's just true. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, you know, we got to, you know, I, I may talk about this uh, this Wednesday, but when we're talking about good enough, self-care is important. Mm-hmm. Taking care of yourself, you—I really believe you can't really be much of a help to anybody else if you're, you know, just deflated and out of gas yourself. Well, the God, okay, the God, the God, <laughs> the God, the God says, <laughs> He says that you have he to is. love yourself. Yeah, you know? and, yeah. And I think the God, if you, the God told me, you know, like you got to love yourself. <laughs> I don't know why it sounded so weird. How did that happen? <laughs> I don't know. It's amazing though. I'm here for it. But like you know, taking care of yourself is a form of loving yourself. Yeah. You know, obviously, I believe that mm. that love is uh, what's the right word. Love is not necessarily. It can you can feel love and you sure. can, but you can do love and love is a choice and love is so intricate and so weird. The, Man, the concept of love, everywhere. But, but like yeah. showing love to my wife rather than mm. just saying I love my wife, I think there is a difference. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, and so even to yourself, just saying I love myself, but also showing love to yourself. With that being makes a big said, difference. It's hard to show love to others if you're 
not able to love yourself. Yeah, because even that's what it says about mm-hmm. husband and wives. It's like a man can't love his wife if he hates himself. Right. And so self-love is important because if it does reflect and, and, and have a role to play in how you treat others. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, again, going back to being satisfied. Garbage in, garbage out. Yes, and being satisfied with who you are, knowing your purpose and being happy with you mm-hmm. and learning to love yourself. So then that love works its way from the inside out, mm-hmm. right? And uh, it's just so important. And so love is everything. That's why the Bible says the greatest of these is love, you know? And so even the word of God says our faith works by love. Love is everywhere, Mm -hmm. dude. And that's like pastor's been saying, God's not power. God is love. Mm. He has power, but God is love. It's his being. That's Mm -hmm. who he is. And so we should be a reflection of that, but it starts with loving yourself. And then you can turn that outwardly and love others. You know what I mean? And so don't listen to everything out there. You know, if all this is overwhelming, just turn it all off, spend some time with God, Love him, love yourself, love others. Amen. Well, you graduated. <laughs> so now you're dealing with this. Yeah. And you know, you'll be voting on stuff like this soon. But so again, I think that like I don't know exactly like what the exact challenge was, but at the same I can't remember what you, what your challenge was to this. <laughs> you said I challenge you this, and now I'm like, hey, where did we get what, 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 what was, was the, cha- the challenge? Yeah, we need to rewind. <laughs> I don't remember either. I gave but, you a challenge, but But I mean like even as a person that is graduated <laughs> or not, you know, we say it like that, but you know, <laughs> whether you didn't graduate or not. But yeah. it's like you've got to understand that like, hey, you're gonna be out there making decisions and whether there's voices in your head or not, like just get away and listen to God, be led by him, be led by his word and navigating all decisions, not even just these hot button topic things, but in all decisions of your life as a person that has just graduated high school or not, like it's important that you take every decision to God because that's going to be the best outcome of the decision. I think the challenge was to, you know, value your own life, value yourself. But, but that brings up a good point. Like we put value on our life by so many other things like a high school diploma. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, but, and that's good. You know, it we is. should have a high school diploma. If you want to go to college, get a high a college diploma. But, you know, really like my career and working for NASA or working for the government or working for a church, those are things that I do and it adds value to my life. But first and foremost, value comes from God. Mm. Value comes from finding your purpose, and the way you find your purpose is by engaging with your creator. So let that value come to him. If you got a diploma, that's wonderful. Mm-hmm. We are so proud of you. That was 12 hardworking Long years of your time. life. You did it. And, or maybe you were like me, it was just 12 years of your life. <laughs> but, you know, maybe not hardworking, but 12 years. <laughs> it's Either way, it's still an achievement, and you should be proud of Absolutely. that. Absolutely. But make sure that you keep that all in perspective. It's mm-hmm. not everything. It's mm-hmm. not the end all, begin all, or begin all, or end all. End all, be said, all. The end all, be <laughs> all. We're getting these phrases right here so on the good. podcast. <laughs> it's not the end all. God is. Yeah. God is. And, Amen. you know, as long as we keep things in perspective, and it's good to keep things in perspective because, you know, like maybe you do get a career off of your high school diploma and off of your college diploma, and you get a, decre- a career, and three days, or three days, three years <laughs> later after you've built your life on this, it's stripped away from you three days three days it wouldn't be that impactful you know (laughs) but you know what i'm saying if we did that if that's all that's adding value to our lives and then it's gone in a moment then our lives are destroyed in that moment and so keep all this stuff in perspective and be that individual that builds your life on the rock which is jesus christ let that bring value and then all these other things are just other things you know what i mean they're important yes but they're just other things value him first and value him most and and that'll bring value to your life that will be last in value 
Amen. And it's value that no one can steal from you. I love it. I like it. Yeah. Get out there, you valuable people, and go and do good things. We go and do so good much. things. Good things on the good. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We love you guys so much. We'll see you guys on the next one. Bye. Uh. <laughs>